Hello everyone and welcome to episode 115 of the Artful Athlete podcast. Remember how a couple of episodes ago we talked about stimulating the creative flow? Well, one of the ways that I personally find helpful to get my creative energy back on is to take myself on a little creative date. My creativity and I walk hand in hand somewhere new and take it all in. Sometimes you leave inspired and excited. Sometimes you're in a contemplative mood. Sometimes you're just having to accept that this has been a terrible idea and that we shall never ever speak of this ever again. Well, the creative date I went on last week is not one of those, otherwise I'd not be talking about it. I, I remember seeing the signs for this particular exhibition back in August when I was strolling around Greenwich Park with a friend. We were both keen on going to see it, but my friend was leaving before the opening, so sadly, well, I was going to have to go without her. Or rather, I'm going, I was going, for both of us. £10 entry, yep, that's in me budget, and it means I can potentially budget a few extra quids to grab a hot drink in the park afterwards so I can digest what I've just seen. Winning! What exhibition was it? It was the Astronomy Photographer of the Year at the National Maritime Museum in Greenwich. Throughout the year, astrophotographers and photographers with a passion for lights, nights and starry skies either travel the world or use their observatories, roofs and backyards to immortalise some of these phenomena. There are many categories to choose from as a competitor. A winner will be chosen in each of these categories and an overall winner will also be crowned. The categories were aurorae, people and space, skyscapes, our sun, our moon, planets, comets and asteroids, stars and nebulae and galaxy. There was also an award for Young Astronomy Photographer of the Year, but also a couple of special prizes including Best Newcomer and Image Innovation. In all honesty, I don't think there was a single picture that did not prompt an emotional response or a moment of reflection or scientific wonder. Overall, I found the experience to be eye-opening. When I left, I was in a contemplative mood, but also just in awe of this big celestial world hanging above our heads. When you look up to it, you can be left feeling teeny tiny. Or like you're part of a big puzzle. There's so much beauty and poetry to behold in these layers of stardust, planets and galaxies. A feeling I carried with me throughout my visit. If you come into the National Maritime Museum from the main entrance, you'll be invited to follow the signs leading you to an alcove all the way at the back of the main hall. Little shop with souvenirs of all kinds, books, heat colour changing mugs and glow-in-the-dark stickers, and a few prints and astronomy books that give you a preview of what you're about to step into. Show your ticket to the lovely staff and then you're ready to step into space. The atmosphere in the exhibition space was extremely soothing, the dark walls, the coolness of the air, the halos of blue lights surrounding the frames, the pictures' vibrant colours and shapes coming out of the lightbox display. It really felt as if these landscapes, these planets and phenomena were just trying to, not even trying, but they were just leaving the frame and joining you in the exhibition place. You are immersed in a soothing realm. 
The physical space might be fairly small compared to other exhibition centers, but at the same time, it feels limitless, maybe because of the theme or the nature of the photographs. But maybe it's a combination of all the parameters. The auroras on the left as I walked in seized my heart and gaze. I could have looked at these for hours, losing myself in the eerie quality of rivers of green glow and shards of ice. How small humans can look, and yet how powerful it is to see us, our constructions, our civilization interacting with the great celestial shroud hanging above us, and the magic it contains. A few minutes in, and a landscape moved me so deeply I felt my heart swell, and a magical melancholy rose up. A few minutes in, and as I walked around the space, a landscape moved me so deeply I felt my heart swell, and a magical melancholy rose up. North Shore Nights by Marybeth Kichensky. Located in North Minnesota, it is one of the areas of the U.S. east of the Mississippi River, where the nights are the darkest allowing us to catch a glimpse of the Milky Way. In this picture taken on Lake Superior, you see a tombolo standing tall at the heart of this watery scene. Immovable trees standing tall, full of history and wisdom, reaching for the sky, an orange glow on the right part of the horizon, gradually guides your eyes to the spheres above, the shimmering stars, the dark shapes of clouds extending the trees into the black and orange night. I've put a link to the print of this specific picture into the episode description and also on my Instagram if you're curious. There was something tremendously magical coming out of this picture. I can't quite explain to you why I felt how I felt, but it was just inspiring beauty and calm to me and I found that soothing to the point of moving. The visit gradually takes you higher and higher into space, exploring the sun, the moon, Jupiter, but also invites you to look at galaxies and the pillars of creation. Shapes, science, stardust and magic aplenty. Honestly, if you're a daydreamer, a stargazer, or you're just after a moment of poetry, reflection and peace, and you've got an hour, an hour and a half maybe, this is the exhibition for you. Ooh, another key element I wanted to share with you from this experience, creativity. Yes, taking pictures requires skills and a certain eye and knowledge, especially as an astrophotographer. You've got to keep an eye on what nature and space are doing. But there is also so much room for play and experiments. And that is what Pauline Woolley did with her solar tree. Pauline took her research into carbon-14 traces found in tree rings, which then helps us figure out the age of the tree, or wood, and combined that with her passion for astronomy. Through 26 images of the sun over the first part of the solar cycle, the outcome is mesmerizing. Instead of the feathery, fiery quality of our sun, because of the way she layered the pictures and blended it with her carbon-14 knowledge, you're left with a very grounding picture, which very much 
reminds the viewer of a tree that would have been cut open. And you're invited to look into the heart of that tree, into the heart of that sun. It's the ingenuity, the cleverness, but also, I don't know, once again, yes, the poetry, the elemental aspect of this picture that really stayed with me. Other personal highlights from this exhibition included Lionel Magic's Cosmic Rose, Martin Cohen's What a Flaming Star, and Sahil Senior's Rainbow Rose. I'll let you explore these in your own time. I'm going to take a little walk and lose myself in the stars yet again. This exhibition is on until August 2023, so plenty of time for you to go and visit it if it tickles your fancy and if you can. Tomorrow you'll get a little voice practice, a little breath flow, and I'll catch you next week for another episode. Let me know your thoughts on the exhibition if you've been or if you're planning to go. DM, comment, you know the drill. I'm all ears and always happy to connect with fellow stargazers. Have a lovely week and I'll speak to you soon.